Hello and welcome to another episode of the Full Force Weekly, brought to you by Generals Joe's Reborn.com with me as your host, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic 80. For today's episode, I'm joined by the awesome Patrick Not Picard Stewart. In this regular video series, we round up all the week's news in the world of G.I. Joe. What is it, Pat? It's the Full Force Weekly. Yes, it is. Hello and welcome to the Full Force Weekly. Uh, Pat, how you doing, buddy? Doing okay. Uh, I feel strangely awake for how little sleep I've been getting. Oh, oh no. Um, well, that's good. That I'm, I'm glad you feel strangely awake, even though you're grossly underslept. Um, I love the fact you're repping Starcom today. Oh, yeah. You have Space Force Starcom. It's the best from, from 1987, right? Sweet, man. Sweet. Um, I saw a post. Was it today? that had your, uh, you commented on it with like the most in-depth explanation of, I think Mark Belomo posted a question about something uh, about Starcom and you were just like, well, here's all the information you're ever going to need. And I don't think any of the other comments were necessary. Yeah, it's still kind of a mystery. It was, it was Emperor Dark, the mystery of what happened to that mail-in. I don't think it happened. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it's, yeah, it, it's, Difficult to say that something didn't happen anywhere at any time. Who knows? There could have been like some tablets that went out somewhere. And that, that second series of Starcom stuff was impossible to find in the United States anyway. I only ever saw one of them. So it was yeah. crazy. And um, yeah, that little Emperor Dark figure was well cool. Didn't you get one? Didn't you have one like tucked in a blooming vehicle as well? I did. Yeah. I imported a Shadow Bandit. And uh, the box is a little smelly, and and yeah, it was moldy inside. My bad. Which was, uh, did you do it? That was me. That was all me. I remember it well. I was I was caught short. I needed to I needed to uh, wee where I was, and unfortunately, the only thing I had was a half open Starcom Shadow Bandit. Uh, so I threw Emperor Dark in there and had a wee. There you go. That's mystery well, solved. It, it was it was sealed, so that must have been a different one. Still the afterwards. I knew you were going to get such a lovely present uh, there. No, that's disgusting. Um, no, that's amazing, man. Yeah, for those who aren't aware, uh, there was a figure, wasn't there? It was that Emperor Dark. You didn't. We 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 still aren't sure was released or not. Um, if it was, it would have been a very very small accidental. Well, te or not technically, it was released. Okay. Because of the okay. fact that it did come in those boxes. Like the 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 European stuff would have like just a, a bonus figure advertised on the outside of the box with a sticker. And they did tend to be you'd get the same character in certain certain boxes. Yeah. Not exactly, but you know, like if you wanted a bomber, you wanted to look for the Starhawk SFB, and generally you might find one in there. But uh the, the Shadow Bandit sometimes would have Emperor Dark in it and uh, I, I bought one, I opened it up, and there was an Emperor Dark. He didn't have his Were you scepter. Happy? He, I was very happy, yeah. But at that point, I already had one because oh, good. You know, there was that seller from Canada who was, um, you know, releasing them out. And he was, I think that he was the one who said that there was a mail-in. But uh, it's difficult to confirm other than Coleco actually did mention that there was going to be a promo for him. So... I, I think that's pretty much all that there is to the story. That's pretty much it, isn't it, basically? Welcome to the yeah. Full Force, which is now turning into a Starcom podcast, guys. Hope I will turn everything into Starcom, given the chance. 
We should do the Starcom weekly. It would be just the conversation about this comment you've made today on Mark Belomo's post. We've probably talked about all this before where we did that Starcom episode oh. of the Full Force uh, years ago. Oh, my God, I love there. those episodes. We did some great episodes, didn't we, back then? It's Real in-depth. Like years ago? Six, yeah. seven years? Yeah. Yeah. It's been it that long? Fun. Probably. It's probably been that long. Oi. That's a shame. Anyway, um, yeah, we've got lots to talk about in the world of G.I. Joe today. Loads of news uh, to get stuck into. Um, and we'll start with, obviously, the usual. Uh, we've been starting with this a couple of weeks now. Um, and that is uh, a little bit of cheeky comics news. It's been another busy week in the world of G.I. Joe comics, as both A Real American Hero, issue 303, and Cobra Commander, issue number one, came out to stellar reviews, I have to add. A Real American Hero continues to intrigue me with the current storyline, and the art is just beautiful. Cobra Commander was the latest release in the Energon universe, and gave readers an absolutely thrilling time. No spoilers, of course, but the new origin features some familiar faces, and I have to say, so brutal in parts. I'm loving the darker approach to both series currently and cannot wait for more from these extremely exciting continuities. Indeed. Um, I have to say, I know, Pat, you're, you're just, just getting onto the comics bandwagon as of last week. I know you've had um, very little time to enjoy any of these comics, but uh, just before we move on to Cobra Commander and A Real American Hero, how are you getting on with your little stack? Because you got a few, uh, a few little kind of Energon Universe comics recently, didn't you? Yeah, I only have the first four issues of Void Rivals, but I only had time to read the first one anyway, so I have really uh, good. Before I we go any further, Void yeah. Rivals, how good did you enjoy that first issue? I did. I love the way that they've introduced this Energon universe of of making it official. Hey, there's an Energon universe, and you know the the first book being out like so quietly and and just here it is you know it doesn't give anybody i think they were smart in not giving people enough time to hate things in advance without any you just know how the internet is like just hates things without seeing it yeah yeah so it was like such a good move to just make sure that there is an issue out within the universe that people could be like okay this is how the this is how the story pacing is going to be give Give a little bit of a teaser. It was uh it was a good approach to things. I, I enjoyed that. And yeah, then definitely. I read the first issue of Duke as well. Oh, what do you think of that? I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's it's what people have said it is. Um I I have only one big reservation and I don't have um I don't have the issue of Cobra Commander. So and, and I mean I don't I shouldn't even say it's one big reservation. I kind of feel like if you're going to be running two issues of G.I. Joe at the same time or two universes that include G.I. Joe at the same time, it's probably smart to make them very different to serve yeah. two different audiences. And, um, well, I don't think at this point it's anything spoilery. And it may be a surprise coming from me, but it almost feels like they're leading to G.I. Joe being formed as a result of the Transformers. And it almost feels like they should cross over, but not not be the causation of one another. I see what you're saying. Yeah, um, I know. I know exactly what you mean there. I I think I I have a feeling that GI Joe sort of exists in in the in the universe um, because you know you're seeing a lot of the kind of characters 
and and you're seeing I, I think it's going to be one of those things where like hawk will come out and it'll be like yeah we've had this covert group the entire time they're like special 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 forces sort of thing you know like under the black ops etc cetera, etc cetera. there'll probably be something like that i don't think it'll necessarily i know what you mean though it does feel like you know with like uh duke not really kind of being part of that yet and just seeing like you know cover girl and and stalker and rock and roll are kind of in the distance somewhere and you know, like it, it, you're feeling like the yeah, you, you, Hawks almost kind of bringing the team together, and it's being created because Transformers happened, basically. Yeah. Well, it kind of feels that way. It's just it's not definitively that way either. No. I mean, it, no. that could just be me reading into it incorrectly because obviously they already know each other. You know, it's. Uh, I, I think that there's only so much you can do in one book. Yeah. And I don't need to know. They didn't they didn't really need to put that in there whether or not it was but yeah i i just am not sure if that's where it's heading but but at the same time like i did watch the talking joe breakdown of it so if anybody has even if you have read the issue i think that's a good idea to do that because they give a really good insight into just how the function of comics it like how comics work they understand that outside of gi joe like how motion is conveyed in a comic and yeah. tone is set in a comic yeah and uh they really break it down just from the the viewpoint of people who understand comics not just gi joe fans so i i think that as far as that goes just analyzing it as to whether or not is this a good comic book without being without gi joe bias involved totally you'll get out of that so um i really enjoyed that that's a very good point. There have been a lot of times when I have been really excited for Joe comics, and it, I, I've definitely felt like I'm enjoying this because it's G.I. Joe, not because it's a good comic. And that's happened quite a lot in the past, honestly. There have been times when it's been like, this is a great comic, and it's got and it's got G.I. Joe characters in it, which is great. And that seems to be the case. When that happens, that's when it gets like you know, like you get your cobras and you get your, you know, your chuckles and you get your um, uh, your silent uh, option is what I'm trying to think of there. Not silent, yeah. silent option. Um, so those kind of stories where it's like, oh, this is really de depthy and there's something else going on here and it's really cool and and yeah, a bit darker and, and interesting. And yeah, yeah, I love that stuff. Anyway, that's what I feel like with Duke. I feel like when that, that first issue of Duke was just absolutely awesome and it just had vibes of that um cobra series that kind of chuckles undercover cobra series so like i'm really excited with where they're going with this and i am genuinely really like buzzing every time another comic week comes by and it's like oh skyband have got more gi joe comics out today it's like awesome so like that's been that's been like a definite like bonus and the fact that i am because i kind of i fell out of transformers comics a little bit I was really loving like Lost Light and all that kind of stuff. And then I kind of fell off before IDW lost the license. I, I kind of was really kind of like struggling with it. And the fact that, again, Skybound have got hold of it, there's some really solid storylines already. Void Rivals, I know it's not Transformers. And I know it's like one of those things where it's just, it's in the universe that Transformers also are in um it's just like a really good standalone story 
And like that, that it gets better as well, Pat. Honestly, like I'm like what seven or eight issues in is it now, and just absolutely buzzing on it at the moment. I think it's up to seven. I might be wrong, um, but it's great. Anyway, let's come right now. Before we go on, or before I start talking about Cobra Commander and a Real American Hero three hundred three, I'm going to say right now we're not going to do any spoilers on this one. Uh, it felt like we could talk a little bit about Duke um, because there weren't any kind of massive things to really, you know, spoil. And I did give you a heads up, and you could. At you know, this point, Duke has been out for a while, though, right? I thought. Duke yeah, I mean, we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking Duke now because we. I mean, we spoiled it last week, so it's not. That's it's what not I thought. A couple of weeks ago, so yeah, but it, it felt like we could. With Cobra Commander, I'm going to give it another week before we start talking about it because there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in there that obviously I think if people haven't read it, they I, I want them to be surprised. They may have been spoiled already. It's not wouldn't be surprising the way you know chatter happens on the internet and everything and how um, how it all works. But Cobra Commander for me was so good. Like it was just there was this kind of like ominous, mysterious darkness to it. Um, there are familiar faces. There's a, I'd say there's a familiar origin story too, but um, it is a definite twist on that. So there's a real, like, I don't know. It's just really, really cool. And I love what they did with it. There were some great cameos, some great kind of like another kind of big, like something that I completely forgot was even connected happened in it. And I'm just like, oh yeah. <laughs> so you'll, you'll understand when you read that comic. But it's like, and again, for the people that, that uh, are, are, are like in the comments, they probably already know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, there's there's some just really interesting, cool moments, and I really liked it. Um, a Real American Hero 303. Now, what I'll say about A Real American Hero is the first issue, really into it, uh, 301, as it were, uh, really enjoyed it. Like fast paced, loads of stuff going on. It was all kicking off. They, it felt like they were trying to like tie up loose ends to some degree and start the new story arc as quickly as they could, which was totally fine. I understand why they were doing that. 302 sort of like slowed, excuse me, sort of slowed that down a little bit. And 303 is again, like one of those mo like kind of storytelling points where certain things are being, being lined up, ducks in a row sort of scenario. So we've had a big kind of incident on Cobra Island the cover of 303 might be giving it away here that Serpentor Khan, not Serpentor, but Serpentor Khan, is, um, you know, affected in some way, shape, or form. And so, again, no spoilers, but I really like the way that they're approaching this one. And I love, love, love the artwork in A Real American Hero. I don't know what it is about it. It's just, it's just speaking to me. And I don't know what it is. It's just really cool. Um, and I'm loving that. So yeah, and, and it's great as well, Pat, you mentioned that on one side, you've got sort of like a classified aesthetic. You didn't really say this, but you said that making the two issues very separate, very, very, um, yeah. you know, specific yeah. to their own audiences. And you've got like kind of classified designs on one side, and then you come over to a real American hero and it's all that kind of familiar vintage vibe. Um, and so it's just great. So I, um, I was really excited. I was reading both these comics in the week, just kind of like like a little chit, like a little kid again. I say like a little kid again. I am just like a little kid most of the time, so uh, that's not really a that's not really a big statement, is it? Uh, but no, really, really, really excited for these. I would have to say, I you, it's it's going to be one of those ones with Cobra Commander where I think you're probably going to be on the fence 
sorry, you're not going to be on the fence. You're going to be one way or the other. Um, not to give too much away, but you might feel you might feel strongly about it. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but um, yeah, go on, Pat. I said in my the only post that I made on the the Talking Joe when I watched it, like it got me to thinking how a lot of times whenever there's these reinventions of familiar properties, especially what has happened with Transformers, because that's had more reinventions than GI Joe has, if you, I think. Um, a lot of times it, it feels like each one is just trying things out, kind of workshopping things, seeing what latches on to the community, like uh, what sort of things end up in everybody's headcanon. Yeah. You know, what things work and what things don't. And hopefully we realize what did and didn't and, and what caught on with fans and then keep that for the future. And um, I, I don't know. You, you don't want the Energon universe to just be the same thing as uh, the Marvel continuity, only 300 issues behind. Right. You know, so it's going to have whatever it is, it's going to have to be different. But in being different, I'm sure that as I'm reading it, there will be some stuff that I'm like, no, that's not how that that's not how I see that character. Right. And there's going to be some stuff where I'm like, oh, this is a really like we haven't seen this before. So it's it's going to be fine. But I would really like to get caught up on, on what Larry is writing. Yeah, that's that's got to be your next big uh, project. Yeah, it? I get to read two issues in a week, so <laughs> 155 behind. <laughs> and I did start Marvel Transformers UK not too long ago, so we'll come back in four years when Pat has caught right. up with the yeah. Real American Hero universe. Uh, awesome. Anyway, that is comics this week. Um, again, I don't. I we'll probably get into a little bit more detail on the next episode, um, uh, and hopefully, Pat, you, you might have caught up a little bit more um, with that one, at least with Void Rivals, because I'd love to talk to you about that because it's it's been really cool that 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 card that uh, comic. Um, anyway, that's Cobra Commander One and a Real American Hero Three Hundred Three. Next up, we have Renegade Game Studios. Renegade Game Studios have revealed their latest Axis and Allies games, including a G.I. Joe version. Battle for the Arctic Circle tells the story that Cobra has established a base at the North Pole and threatens the world with its weather dominator. Only G.I. Joe is ready and able to defeat these forces without drawing the entire world into a larger conflict. Admiral Keelhaul and Snowjob lead the Joes against the aggressive forces of Cobra, led by Cobra Commander and Destro. The game features over 100 plastic miniatures, classic Axis and Allies gameplay with a G.I. Joe twist, and is available to pre-order on Hasbro Pulse for $60. Current shipping estimate is June 15th of this year. There you go. Axis and allies for G.I. Joe. Um, we knew this was coming. We've known for many, many months, thanks to Renegade Game Studios' uh, live events. They talked about this, I think, on their last live event. They said they were doing Axis and allies, and G.I. Joe is going to be one of them. This is the first time we've seen exactly what that really looks like. Um, so, yeah, really cool. Um, now, have you ever played this before, Pat? Like, originally, like, have you ever played any of the old Axis and Allies games? Nope, never. Yep, same. So I, I, I'm, I'm assuming it's very similar to Risk. Let me know in the comments if, that is the, if that's the farthest thing from the truth ever. But, like, if, have you ever played Risk? That's been a long time, but, yes, I have played Risk. 
Did you play Risk when it first came out in like 1980, whatever it was? <laughs> it's probably older, older than, than that. that is probably, it? Is yeah. Risk 70s? Uh, Quickly find out. Maybe. Because Risk has been in my lexicon ever since I was born, pretty much. So it's, it, I, and I've, I've played it. I've played it. 1957. Fifty-seven. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. Game. That's a lot older than I expected. Wow. Anyway, oh, it's far more complicated. Apparently, um, it's way better than Risk. Access analyzer is way better than Risk. Is Adam? Um, Christopher says it's far more complicated. Uh, Access analyzer is far more complicated, or Risk is far more complicated. Um, um, Adam says Access analysis is a great game, and Chris says Axis has building factories and resources. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Um, it's definitely something I'm interested in, but it's um, when are we going to play this? We're never, no one, none of us are ever together. Imagine if we were, if we lived nearby and we got to hang out like all the time, we would play so many games, wouldn't we? Yeah, we'd probably, we'd probably live stream this once at least. No like, doubt. Yeah, but. But we don't. But it is available again right now. I know it's sold out really quickly, but Hazard Repulse does have it up for pre-order again. I just checked. That might have been a glitch because um, there were a lot of people having issues when it first went up, saying that it was uh, it was saying sold out, and I don't think it was. I just think it was. Um, met. I'm not sure if it was if it was set up correctly. But if it did actually sell out and they put another load up, that's great. That's awesome. I, I wasn't aware of that either. But that's fantastic. Anyway up for pre-order now if you want to jump on it uh, that's great if they're selling out of that stuff it's honestly um that, that's really good news anyway um act, the, the game uh, box features atkins robert atkins artwork as you can see and you can tell rob atkins from an absolute mile off can't you he is like mr gi joe when it comes to the the illustrations yeah for sure you yeah you can spot it and again, we've got like Cobra Commander, we've got Snowdrop, we've got Admiral Keelhaul, uh, Blizzard's on there. We've got the Weather Dominator in the background. I think the Rattler, the Sky Striker, the Snowcat, some Snow Serpents of different flavors, Baroness, and the Cobra Wolf. I believe that's everything that's on there. Uh, oh, Brian as well. Brian Atkins did the, I want to say the coloring. Does that, is that right, Diana? Did, uh, did, um, did Ratkins do the art and Bratkins do the, do the coloring? <laughs> Ratkins and Bratkins. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, um, awesome stuff. It's an Atkins squared situ situation anyway. Thank you, Diana. Um, oh, Michael Jean Fleming says, Axis and Allies is a level or two more complex than Risk, but not as deep as some other strategy games. Good fun. I'm looking forward to the Joe one already pre-ordered. Fantastic. Um, cool. Yeah, awesome. And other than that, we did actually get a screenshot here of some of the, was it over 100 miniatures? How big is that box? How small are the miniatures? I think they're pretty small. And I think that the box is pretty big. That has um, to be the case. <laughs> yeah. That, that um, has to be the case. I just looked at a regular copy of Axis and Allies to see how the pieces were laid out. Yeah, and I'm not sure how they're going to do this because I, I mean, the regular Axis and Allies looked like it just had the same pieces for each color, you know, just recolored several times. And oh right, I, I would think that you would have some Cobra teams and some GI Joe teams on this. Yeah, well, it looks so, like on it looks like in this they're split up into sort of like a uh, one inch. Thank you, Adam. It looks like they're split up into uh, color 
um, situations here. I think you've got Snowdrop in blue, you've got the Snow Serpent in red, the Rattler in red, the Wolf in red, and obviously the Sky Striker and the Snowcat in white. So that kind of um, makes a lot of sense, I guess. Um, yeah. Every faction was different in sculpt, says Adam, by the way. Oh, really? Okay. Adam, they were all the same. Well on here with the uh, with the Axis and Allies games. Uh, Diecast Nick says, are all the figures the same? I don't think so, Diecast Nick. Uh, Adam will let us know. But at the moment, um, I don't think it's just... I think we'll, I think you'll get Cobra Commander Destro, Admiral Keelhaul, uh, and, and, and multiple of the Weather Dominator. I'm sure all of those will be in there too. Uh, I, I'm almost certain of it. And they'll probably have like, I don't know, other, they'll probably have a lot of snow serpents. Baroness will probably be in there as well. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll have to get a bit more information about this one. Um, we need to speak to Ryan Costello. That's who we need to speak to. Um, we were supposed to get him on months ago, um, but that fell through, unfortunately. Um, anyway, I want to use these with Risk 2210 and Legacy, says WJ. Uh, awesome. And um, Dicast says, you can paint these like Warhammer, question mark. That's a question for Adam O'Dell. <laughs> but yeah, it looks like you can paint them if you wanted to. I don't see why not. Yeah, yeah. I don't see why you couldn't. Except yeah. for the fact they're going to be really tiny, so it's going to be a yeah. challenge. <laughs> yeah, that would be ridiculous. But no, yeah, you can. Um, awesome. I've, I have seen the board for this as well, and it's like hexagonal, right? Is it hexagonal? Uh, I have no idea. Absolutely no idea. I didn't think so. I thought um i'm looking at a copy of the regular one it's just a rectangle yeah but as in the, the, the one there's like, it's like broken up into different like hexagonal uh piece like sections i think uh that's what i saw anyway but may i might i may be wrong adam says no okay territories okay so it's territories okay split up okay cool awesome that's true actually you could paint monopoly pieces if you wanted to w that's very true. Don't know what. You, uh, yeah, it's that. That's actually. Yeah, you could paint anything really, if you wanted to. That's absolutely true. I could paint Pat if I wanted to. Just go over there, just start painting him a different deco. You're not like Tiger. That. I could do Tiger Force Pat. That would be great. Uh, what would you prefer, Pat? What sub faction would you want me to do you in? Tiger Force wouldn't be too bad. Would you uh, have? Would you have the vehicle tiger force, like with the mouth and the eyes, <laughs> painted on like a tiger? Or maybe, uh, how about shadow ninjas? I'll force you to find some color change paint. How would that even work? I don't know. I'd do have it. to become invisible. Leon says tap repaint. Yeah, tap. I'll have to do a yeah, like a what? What's that called? Uh, mirror universe or uh, shattered glass? I'll do a shattered glass pat. Um, anyway, yeah, so that's um, Battle for the Arctic Circle, Axes and Allies. I'm excited to see this actually in person. So uh, link in the description if you want to get in on that. It is 60 bucks. That is quite, you know, that's probably about the going rate for games though, isn't it really? That that stature. So I'm... Yeah, it, this looks like it's not something that's a tiny box. So no. I think that you're, you're definitely buying it because it's big. Kitty said. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's uh, Axis and Allies. I'm going to definitely try and get Ryan Costello on the show to talk in a bit more detail about some of the Renegade Game Studio stuff. We need to do that. We need to set that up soon. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I think that's everything for Axis and Allies. Let's move on now. Yeah, cool. 
to um, a bit of clothing news. Yeah, it's that about that time to get some form-fitting activewear on. Activewear brand Super X have fully revealed their brand new G.I. Joe clothing range featuring snake eyes and storm shadow hoodies and joggers. All items feature callouts to the brand with Arashikagi, Cobra and G.I. Joe logos adorning the threads. The storm shadow set is sleeveless, homaging his early appearance in the cartoon, and both sets are form-fitting for those ninja gym sessions that I'm sure everyone will be participating in as a New Year's resolution. You can order both sets from the Super X website, link in the description. This made me laugh. Um, Jamie Lynn says, if you punch tap, would Pat feel it? I probably would, yes. That'd be Zaytap and Pat Max you're thinking about. Um, <laughs> Zatap and Pat Max. <laughs> um, right, yeah, Super X, G.I. Joe. Pat, are you going to be squeezing into any of these bad boys? I don't think so. I, I just... The, the form fitting aspect of these, I no, no, I, I don't, I can't, I don't even like to wear socks that are tall. So looking at the bottom of those pants, yeah, like I don't own tube socks. That just doesn't happen. Yeah, um, that's amazing. That's that's going to be on the t shirt, hasn't it? I don't own tube. I don't own tube socks. That's not going to happen. Um, brilliant. Yeah, I, I think they look really cool. But yeah, I'm yeah. the same. I think it's going to be, you, you get definitely getting this if you're wanting to show off what you've been getting up to at the gym, not what you look, not what I currently look like right this minute. Um, and also, um, right. we've got a sleeveless version if you want to get your arms out, Pat. If you want to go sleeveless in Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, no guns out for me. I will not be, will not be buying this. <laughs> oh, sorry, I couldn't help myself. Oh, brilliant, sleeveless in Seattle. Um, yeah, um, I do, I do, I like what the, I like the homage though. I think that's some yeah. deep cuts. It is, it is, and I could see actually this being kind of popular in some ways for some people. It's, I, I actually see this as making sense for some workout gear. I don't know really if you really need a hood while you don't have sleeves. But hey, you know, maybe you're jogging and it starts to rain. I don't know. Your storm shadow. You've got to have a hoodie with no sleeves. Uh, do you know what I mean? Um, I yeah. actually, I quite like the gear. Uh, you could probably get away with this as some sort of cosplay as well. You could rock this at a show, throw a couple of swords on your back and your, your storm shadow. Duns, they don't look kind of like spanks, do they? Like if I put this on, does it just does it just squish my body into that shape? I hope that, dude. If it did, I'd be buying them right now. Could you imagine what your arms would look like if all of your body was squishing your the rest? Of <laughs> Maybe it just squishes some biceps onto me. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? That would be amazing. Like how big your arms would look if all of your body was squeezed out of the arms holes. Amazing. Um, amazing. Oh, uh, Ryan Daly says, um, my fellow countryman, Dan W. from Dan Who Reviews, said he's got an interview with Emily and Lenny coming this afternoon. That's awesome. Yeah, um, we hopefully should be getting ours sorted soon. But, you know, just, you know what it, you know what it's like, clearly. Um, we're, not, we're not good enough. We're not good enough anymore. We've been dropped. Uh, I'm just kidding. Shout out to Dan who reviews actually. Yeah, Dan's really cool. We've um 
we, we linked up a little while back and 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 everything he's really really nice dude um and he i think actually did he pop in to see nick i want to say he was in in demand toys as well uh but anyway yeah um love how chris laughs at his own joke so i don't feel like i'm laughing on my own i like that luke yeah it's i can't help myself if it's a funny joke i'm gonna laugh uh i can't i can't help myself um and usually it's only funny to me pat just sits there and is like what is he talking about <laughs> um see is what i'm saying uh, John Smith says, is it available in 4XL? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the sizes, but maybe, maybe not. Um, or if you are 4XL, like Pat says, hopefully this would squeeze your body into the into the shape that you want it to. I don't know. But um, anyway, amazing stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm definitely digging that sleeveless vibe just, just for the homage for St Storm Shadow, man. That's amazing. I will say, I don't know how much these are yet because they're supposed to have gone up yeah. today, and I haven't. I went to the website and it still, I still hadn't, um, it still hadn't kind of updated. So I, I don't know. Maybe later today, or we'll find out soon. I, and I was expecting to get early access in terms of, um, you know, because I put my email in there ages ago and haven't had that come through yet either. So who knows? They did say the nineteenth though, which is today. So hopefully we'll get some information soon. Um, I'm just looking at my emails just to see if anything has come through. No, not yet. Not yet. Anywho, that is super expat. Um, expat, I just said. Um, next up then, uh, we'll get into a bit of Heritage Auctions news. Heritage Auctions posted a huge G.I. Joe collection auction on their website earlier this week, featuring a bevy of carded, boxed, and in some cases graded vintage figures and vehicles. The auction is live right now and will be up until the 16th of February, so get those bids in. Absolutely. Um, so this popped up, didn't it, mate? Um, when was it? In, I guess it was in the week at some point. And um, loads and loads of like graded, carded, boxed vintage stuff i mean there's some really nice pieces in this auction yeah there's definitely some rare stuff in there if you are buying boxed stuff uh you'd be silly to not check it out yeah um and what we well, i thought we'd highlight a couple of little uh cheeky items um maybe have a look at some next week as well and do like a little update on see how things are getting on but um the sms this one the c is exclusive it's it's kind of impressive to see this one in a graded box isn't it it is yeah very impressive i like seeing this one i it's not one that i see in person very often at all and it's no. neat to me that the sears logo is there in red is that normally in red i thought it was like in white or blue i don't think i've i've, I've noticed it's always been red on the sms box it but has, I think, yeah yeah i wonder if that was done yeah specifically for the cobra it's and sears yeah yeah Crimson, <laughs> amazing. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I've got to admit, it's yeah, this isn't one you see very often, but I also like the fact that it's quite, you know, this whole set is quite um, topical at the moment. The fact that we've got an SMS around the corner, we've that obviously we have a classified his tank now as well, so you can kind of do it. Just it's just like not a crimson his tank, right. Yeah, and I, I like the fact that it, it actually says a Crimson Guard weapon on the cover of this box. 
That is dope, actually, isn't it? I like yeah. that. Yeah, I do like that there are differences. I, do you know? I don't think I've ever noticed that in my life. I don't think I've ever noticed that little that little tagline on there. I know that. Well, sometimes I was just looking like, at this thing, thinking, well, how do we know it's a, a crimson weapon? And then it's like a, a crimson guard weapon right there on, on the front. It couldn't be any more clear, could it? Yeah. Uh, they could have put some crimson guards on the box. That might have helped. Um, I would say as well, like because obviously sometimes they'd put a Cobra Command weapon, or they'd right. put. Yeah, that kind of stuff, like the tagline would be slightly different. But um, I don't think I've ever noticed that it says that, ever. That's crazy cool. Um, anyway, yeah, lovely stuff. That is, um, again, what's the price? It's a bidding scenario, Agent 369. So you, I don't know what it is last last, last time I saw. I, haven't, I don't know what it is currently. Um, it's also, I, I should point out that this auction ends on the 16th of February, I want to say. So... Yeah, yeah, so be yeah, so like keep that in mind if you are going in for any of these. Make sure that you kind of uh, check in. Um, and then the other one I wanted to kind of point out uh, today. We'll have a look at some different ones next week. But I thought on for today's, I just love what is effectively a triple error card Python Trooper. This is just freaking hilarious to me. I love this. Um, is this something that that? you would be tempted by at any point, Pat, to get involved in? Well, if I had seen this in the wild a long time ago, I would have I would have wanted it. You know, yeah. this is something that's is it, just so ridiculously weird. Now I can remember uh seeing a theater edition Luke Skywalker packaged like this as I was working in the box office many years ago at a movie theater. And uh, yeah, I didn't get to keep that one because we were just going through so fast. And it's like, oh man, that's different. But you know, it, it was gone. So this isn't the only time I've seen this carded like this. But this isn't the only error on it, right? No, there are two more errors, and I don't have the. Im I, I should have put the image on here. But if you were to flip it round, the back of the card is actually the other way around. So in in relation to what the GI Joe, if you were to flip this like that, it would be upside down on the other side, basically. So the next error is that the back is upside down, right? And then the other, well, obviously the first error is pretty obvious. The figure and bubble have been uh, attached to the wrong part of the card. So obviously. Um, and But like I said, if you flip it around, it's the right way up <laughs> on the other side for it. Um, and the third error is the fact that it's an actually it's a Viper card back. So you've got three completely ridiculous errors on this. So it's this real like I could see this one being a bit kind of uh popular on this particular auction. I could too. I mean, I can almost see how the error on the well, I can almost see how the error on the back would have caused this, but then I wonder how it didn't end up being a viper inside the package. Maybe it was maybe it was one following the other, like they were doing vipers and then they were doing python troopers. But it's weird that that would happen because they were so they were so were they were they separated by a large amount of time? I can't even remember when they came out. The oh, it's it's not a python viper on the back. Is it a regular viper? It's a regular viper on the back, I believe. Let me just double check. I'm sure. I'm sure. It was a regular Viper, but I'll just double check while you're talking through that um, other thing. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. I, I can kind of imagine the way that this thing would have been carded is that the figure lays down inside the tray and you put the figure and his accessories in. And then from the back of it, you put the card, you know, 
while it's laying down, you put it put it so the person putting it down would see the back of the card, and then that gets heat sealed on. So I yeah. can totally see how uh, the orientation of the figure to the back of the card would match. But the fact that then the figure doesn't match the figure that's on the back of the card, you'd think that the person putting that together would go, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense, and catch it. And I wonder how many of these were caught and uh, prevented from, from making it out because it couldn't have been a, a small mistake. And just the fact that everything would line up, you know, I, I don't know. I, I guess this would probably be a question first for somebody who's de dealt with a lot of printing. That's true. Uh, I bet Brian Hickey would know. Yeah, he probably would know. Uh, or James Cavanaugh. James Cavanaugh. James would know, absolutely. Would be uh, a good one that I would ask. You know, how how would that happen that the fronts and backs would get misaligned? Because um, I'm still searching for it. It's a long way down. The, list. He fed the sheet in backwards, maybe? Would that, would that somehow cause it to be messed I up? I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if it, I wonder if when they did, if they were to, if they had done that, that um, you'd end up with like more than one is what I'm about to, was what I was getting at there. Uh, like you'd end up with like loads of you know errors of the kind of same kind of style because of you know if you're doing right. like a big sheet and and you're you know and it's yeah, like a big factory one they all like get like pumped on at the same time yeah because it's like a sheet of like eight different characters or something like that but even that's a little weird you know the fact that you're not just dealing with one character all at the same time right um because stuff tended to be gang molded with gi joe in in the vintage days man i am I'm, i've literally scrolled through the entire listing so far and just can't find it is it you literally the last one on here Nearly there, guys. This is really just so I can see if it's a uh, a regular Viper. Let's see if it's a, a regular Viper. It's a Python Viper, says M Price. He's just told us that's much easier than me searching, I must admit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that kind of makes sense. Maybe they were doing all of them together. That but, makes way more sense. Yeah, I don't understand why it would have uh, why it would have ended up this way. It's fun, though. Um, yeah, and I just love the fact that not not only did they mess up once, but they messed up like so many times with this one that you end up with this absolute yeah, it's a vampire trooper, Justin. That's a hundred percent right. Uh, a Python vampire trooper. Um, errors like that happen when you find out you're about to be laid off by Hasbro, says Rachel. <laughs> possibly, possibly. Um, maybe it was all that glue went to someone's head, says Adam. That's actually another good point there um yeah brilliant the guy on the assembly line was sleeping or drunk or something says tristan yeah there's definitely because at that point it's a dude doing that it's a dude closing the, the thing down uh and, and it going stamping it on there uh, yeah but yeah it's it's great or maybe they just met they were just messing about maybe this like just went like let's just do a stupid one like there's a funny thing um with the palatoy era towards the end in fact, not even towards the end, but like just in general, they the there's this thing that they call I think it's like Friday afternoon specials is what they call them, and it's effectively factory mistakes and errors and miscarded and all that kind of stuff. And it all <laughs> they all think the theory is that it all happened roughly around as the Friday was coming to an end, 
and everyone was like signing off for the day and uh, couldn't really be bothered anymore. And that's where you get the most like problems and issues and stuff like that. And there's loads of Palatoy carded errors like that where you've got, you know, um, the, a figure on a completely different card back or on the wrong point of the card back or the card is like not finished or there's all sorts of different things and, and it, it's just crap. It's got different, the wrong um, accessories and the wrong, the wrong figure entirely. It's just hilarious that that, that, that happened so often. And we're off a lot happened, I will say, towards the end of the run um, that Palatoy had in 85. But um, there were definitely some wicked variants in the Palatoy era, um, which I'm sure you know about, Pat. You're a variant, you were a variant hunter at one point, weren't you? At one point, uh yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah, I've uh I I've hunted some of those down in my time, yes. Do you have do you have some of the Palatoy ones? Uh, well, Palatoy stuff, I, I mean, I don't have think I have any errors or anything like that, but, you know, I collected the, the like, the, I have collected some variant Palatoy, because there's the, what what is the, the Meccano ones that have the hard limbs versus the yes. other ones that have the soft limbs. Yes. Yeah, I, I have some of that, sure. Awesome, man. Um, Phil says, I would like to get a Palatoy Baroness. Um, are you, are you is that are you asking me to get that for you, Phil? Like I have some sort of hookup there, because I don't. But I hope you do get it definitely. Um, I'm actually I say that, but I might have a Palatoy Baroness carded. I'm trying to think if I do. I'm, no, I don't think I do. I don't think I do. There was that that whole like '85 run, wasn't there? Where they we no. I don't, I'm not sure actually. That's something I'm going to have to double check when I get home. This is a problem, isn't it? When you don't know what you have anymore. I mean, I know you come across that sometimes, Pat, where you you're not sure if you have something or not. Uh well, and then there's sometimes where I was sure I didn't have something, and then I'm sorting my collection, and it's like, oh, now I have two. <laughs> yeah, you know? I almost I almost bought a whole run of cops carded figures not realizing that I already had a, a run of those exact cops carded figures. So um, I was very fortunate because I had them in my hands and I just, well, I'm just going to double check. I checked on hoarder, by the way, my hoarder page, and I already had them. And I was like, actually, that's a really good use of this app is to just double check every now and again. Do I have this already? Yes, I do. Moving on. Um, so yeah, they, that's exactly what I'm getting at, Mark. If you don't know if you have something or not, then you have too much stuff. Fact, it's very true. Very, very. Yeah, true. that's probably that's probably true. Well, I, I there's no there's no argument there at all. Um, Leon says I have three carded eighty five Palatoys and they're worth a fortune. Yeah, I got them when um, I got them when uh, they weren't crazy expensive, thankfully. Um, but yeah, now they are, which you could look at is a good thing. And it's also a bad thing, but I don't know. We can look at it everywhere, whatever way you want. Um, anyway, that is Heritage Auctions. Uh, check out, we'll obviously link in the description if you want to check out the auction uh, right now. And uh, yeah, get to bid in on some. I mean, there are loads of items. We've looked at two. There are apps, the hundreds. It took me ages to scroll through them on the, on the phone a second ago. It is uh, crazy how much stuff is on there. Um, anyway, yeah, go check it out, and yeah, we'll we'll update next week. Um, anyway, next up then, Pat, we have a bit of classified. In fact, this is your favorite. 
you've, I've thought I'd finish on your favourite pastime, which is uh, classified listings. Oh, look how upset he is. Yeah, I, I am probably going to zone out for the part where you're talking like Buttercup and Blossom and <laughs> and Brainy Smurf and Aki and whoever else is up next that isn't really up next. We had yet another batch of new G.I. Joe Classified Series internal code words pop up courtesy of His Tank last weekend, and thankfully we were able to fill in some of those gaps. Let's get into Pat's favourite pastime. Owls. Um, right, new classified listings popped up, like we said. Um, His Tank posted a bunch, including these new ones, uh, not counting Brainy, which we already knew about. Um, but all the rest of the list were pretty much known. We'd, I think we'd either been leaked or we'd found you know found them and posted about them and talked about them for a while. But these particular ones were kind of new to us. Um, so that got me into my confirmation mode where I had to then go off and try and find out what these actually were. Astro, George, Jane and Pebbles are effectively a four-figure wave, um, kind of like a future four-figure wave coming in August of uh, 2024, as it says on the, the date right there. And the Retro Collection, uh, Wave 2, they're calling it, um, uh, which consists of, although it, would be, it wouldn't be Retro Wave 2, would it? It'd be like Wave, I don't know, because we've got, we've got others coming before these, I think. Anyway, it's all I, a bit I don't confusing. Know. It's, well, sure. I, it's, this is one of those things that to me is always weird, that fans just keep on adding Wave, the Wave numbers to things. Like it was something that drove me crazy in the 25th era, the people will be like, oh, that's wave 14. And it's like, no, it's it's wave two, uh, 2009. Like, yeah. usually the boxes will actually have the yeah. wave number on it. So it's possible that it's wave two and yeah. they've reset the numbers with them going to mass retail, right? True. But I'm trying to think of if it's um, like we've got Duke, Scarlet, Recondo, right? Um, yeah. That's technically wave one. Um, if we wait until August for wave two, I'd be surprised. And we do know that we've got Cobra Commander. We've got, um, what are the others? Maybe that's it. Maybe it was. Because I'm obviously Snow Snow Serpent, Eels, and uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Beachhead uh, are all in there. Anyway, we'll get to that in a second. We'll, we'll look at the whole picture, and then we'll make our minds up then. But yes, maybe it is Wave 2. It just seems weird that we wait until August for Wave 2. Um, but I'm sure that's in hand as opposed to revealed or whatever. I'm sure that's August in hand uh, or on shelf date. And sometimes uh, and then August in hand means like June in hand too. True. If they're, yeah, if they're, yeah, that's very true. And if you're in um, a different area of the globe, it could be that you got it six years ago somehow. Somebody's um, going to post that they have it right now, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Tutor. All-Star and Brainy, although, like I said, Brainy, we already knew about that speechhead, but we'll get to Tutor and All-Star in a second. And Muttley was the other one, and that was the pet name, uh, the figure and pet set. So that's lots of awesome stuff coming. Um, now, this is where we can start busting it all down for you guys. Now, this is our updated listings that we, like, know about. We know the listings. Um, we, we don't we publicly don't know uh, what they are, or we do know what they are. Uh, so SMS Techno Viper is Shug It. We know that's Shug It. And we know Raptor is Frankenstone Deluxe. Uh, we don't know Blossom Vehicle is HB Blossom VEHs, but we are aware that HB is a designation used for exclusives. That could mean Walmart, Target, or Pulse, as far as we know. 
Not sure if it could mean Amazon and Fan Channel. That might be a different um, designation. But as far as we know, HB almost certainly means Target, Walmart, and Pulse. Okay. So hopefully that will help in some of our, you know, where where things might be and where they might go. Um, TNS Buttercup. Um, MM, and sorry, yeah, uh, MM Scooby VEH is the Cobra Ferret and the Ferret Scout. So we know that Scooby is the Ferret and the Ferret Scout. Um, and we don't know what MM Scrappy is. We just don't, not a clue. Um, then though, we get the first kind of reveal. And I've done this already on the news burst, so it's not like revealing anything crazy. But if you did miss that news burst, it's Norgahide and his boar. Uh, Muttley Pet is the code name or the internal code word for these two. And that is F9241 for my uh, spreadsheet homies out there. Um, team spreadsheet. I think we, was, we were doing the hashtag. Um, and then, yeah, so that's Norgahide and his boar. Uh, nice to know. Nice. To, it's nice to kind of fill in some of these gaps, though, sometimes, Pat, especially when I know it, I know you don't like this, and I totally understand why, but um, it must be nice sometimes to just be like a bit relief, just be like, yeah, check that one off. Don't have to worry about that anymore. I know what that is. It's just nice to see actual names on the list rather than code words. And, it, and I mean, maybe I should reiterate for people. It's not that, that the whole idea of a code name annoys me. It's, it's the fact that I really enjoy going back to some of the old lists of things to see where stuff was and how things were laid out and what what the plan was. Because in the old days, you just get the list of the figures. And then if something got dropped, you know, that would be the thing that would make me aware of it. But trying to figure out, you know, what they're doing and uh, a pre-production standpoint, which is some of the stuff that I just enjoy digging into, is kind of um, just gone because of this. So I, I don't like it. Yeah, no, I get, like I said, I get I get that 100%. Um, Fred DLX, not a clue. Um, no, it's not even worth speculating on that one because I think we kind of go down the same avenue with it. I think people would like some sort of, you know, maybe it could be, is this a deluxe and it's got Fred in it? Maybe it could be Battle Armor Cobra Commander or maybe it could be some sort of, you know, situation like a, an actual Fred. But I don't think, it's never usually on the nose like that it's never usually like you know on uh, uh, obvious um and of course then we move on to the first four figure wave um in this listings uh, and that is elroy judy betty and bam bam of course we know elroy is alpine uh, judy is the iron grenadier bat my bad and uh, betty is iron grenadiers but we uh, still are waiting to to get the reveal of who bam bam could be um, and then we move into, obviously, Daphne, which is uh, Starduster. And that is one that really kind of excites me because I'm, I I look at MM and Deluxe and I think there's something significant there. It might not be a vehicle because that would obviously be a VEH, but there's definitely something significant coming with Starduster, which makes me kind of excited as to what that could be. Um, I'm still thinking, Pat, with that Starduster thing, that we might get something that kind of like complements the Dragonfly release sort of like a you know like could be a jump pad that that doubles as a helipad or something again don't know but in terms of big big things that starduster could come with that's the only thing that really popped into my head it's still for me it's the the flames like a base with him just taking off is is what i'm picturing some sort of flight stand or uh 
flames like an effect piece i could also see some of the effect pieces that, that come with the dragonfly maybe working well i guess they would already have to work with the with the jump jet pack wouldn't they that's um, a good point though i think i think you've got a good point there like a, yeah some sort of a ridiculous flight stand or something that, that yeah. atta attaches to a jump yeah that would be pretty dope actually that's really really cool um uh mark says this is obviously pretending to be you here pat it's not the concept of code names that annoys me it is chris forcing me to talk about them each week that annoys me so yeah right. totally true on that one um oh rkw trying to find even more connections here to my battle armor cobra commander um idea battle cobra commander was in the same wave as o-ring raptor I like your thinking, yeah. RKW. I mean, there yeah. have been there have been moments uh, so far in the classified series where they've kind of lumped in sort of themed at the same time, vintage sort of themed things have happened at the same time. Like you, we've had figures, you know, like oh, we've managed to complete eighty-seven here because these three figures came out in the same wave or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I kind of feel like they've they've done that to some degree in the past. Not like every single time, but we've seen that every now and again. Yeah, yeah. And they, they try to release some complimentary things, um, you know, like two Arctic guys around the same time. I'm glad that we're... Looks like it's snowing outside right now, and uh, I've got a snow job, so there's that. Yeah, I took pictures of snow job in the snow, finally. Um, Chris, I think you can stop apologizing for leaking the bat now. Time to leak something new, says Justin. Amazing. I'm 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 gonna try not to actually. Uh Flaffle says, anyone see at the LC that Doc is Carla Greer? That's interesting. Um, was that is that uh where's that information from, Flaffle? Because um, is it just uh, one of those things where someone has kind of thought as an idea and it turned turned out to be fact, or is it one of those things that's actual information because that does happen quite a lot unfortunately in this community um there tends to be like a thing of like this is coming definitely and then it isn't so it'd be interesting it'd be nice to know actually it'd be interesting to see if they do um carla greer as doc but as far as yeah that what do you think pat do you think doc could I mean, be carla greer it could be uh i don't know how that information would be out already maybe somewhere there's a listing that says carla quote doc could be Greer. could very well be like on a listing and, and what yeah. have you. Yeah. That's the only time I would I would, you know, if, if a listing came out with that on it, I'd be like, yeah, there you go. There's some there's some proof. But sometimes these things are just that like they might have been said in a certain way and then it picked up elsewhere and then they turn into something else and then it becomes, you know, so again, I don't know actually I don't know what version of Doc it would be. I I'd kind of assumed actually that um uh, that it'd be a, the Sergeant Savage one, of course. Of course, it was going to be the Sergeant Savage one that I forgot to talk about, I think, on the Let's Talk Classified Doc video. Uh, I had to put something up after the fact on that one. Um, Chris, you need to step your game up. Need a future HasLab leak, says Johnny. <laughs> Are we okay? Um, uh, right, cool. So I'm just trying to read some comments as we're going on. Um, Oh, saw a formal list on Facebook, but it may be speculation. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. Again, like I say, if I if I if we get something comes that comes through that that uh, corroborates that, I will be talking about it a lot. So uh, we'll see. Um, yeah, we'll see what that what that brings us. Um, anyway, coming back to the list, Nemesis Immortal. 
Um, this is where my this is where my speculation hat comes on because there's there's this thing here, Pat, on this listing, and again, I'm probably reading into it way too much, but hear me out. Atlas DLX, right, and Whip Snakes Two Pack, with Atlas being Nemesis Immortal, and Whip Snakes Two Pack being a Troop Builder Two Pack. Following number, so G0335 for Nemesis Immortal, G0336 for Whip Snakes 2 pack. Atlas and Whip Snakes are the names of professional lacrosse teams, and no other listings have that connection yet. They're not like Atlas and Whip Snakes are not characters from, you know, they don't link to anything else on our listings, right? So they they stand out a little bit together. Does that mean? We're possibly looking at a Royal Guard two pack here. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to shoot you down fast and see how you. Oh. Took it. <laughs> I mean, you're quite possibly right at the end of the day. You're I am 50. possibly right. There's a 50 50 that what you just said there is spot on. So I'm well, stats, it, mate. I'm literally it is crying. tough because I think that whenever they're naming these things, obviously you have like, um, oh, well, I I don't know because like if you look at Elroy, Judy, and Betty, well, um, Elroy it's Jetsons and, and Flintstones, isn't it? Basically, it is. Uh, but at the same time, Judy and Betty, who are Jetsons and Flintstones, are closer together in number. And are kind of themed together with Iron Grenadier and Iron Grenadiers. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so it's, I, I kind of just think that, I mean, not not to shoot you down more le legitimately this time. <laughs> I kind of think that the names, the, the code names just come down to, uh, hey, uh, these items are now on the list of things that we need you to give a code name today. And the person making code names is like, I'm in a cartoon mood today. Yeah. And just starts plugging those in. And I don't know. It's If that's the case, I think that that would be really cool. But I think that the existence of Nemesis Immortal <laughs> uh, is just an indication that more Cobra Law is coming. Yeah. But I, I don't know how smart it would be to put them all on the shelf at once. I, I do think that something doing something more special with Cobra Law still is the thing that makes a lot more sense to me. And I didn't think about it until we were just looking at the name Nemesis Immortal. It'd kind of be neat if they actually made Nemesis Immortal and Nemesis Enforcer two different characters, wouldn't it? Actually, that would be quite cool. Yeah, kind of change up the design a little bit, make it a slightly different kind of yeah. situation. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, make it, make it his dad. <laughs> Maybe give one the green and the green tendrils and have that be nemesis immortal going forward Ooh, and have the one neat. with from the cartoon be nemesis enforcer that'd be neat yeah well anyway that uh thanks for shooting me down pal i appreciate that um but no it's <laughs> it's funny but it's it's true it, it's it could be but let's face it it just as easily couldn't be um and then of course we've got highway pet um which again we aren't we you know not publicly known as yet um but looking forward to finding out who that's going to be. Um, what I have been able to say in the past is it's a character that isn't as very well, isn't well known for having another an animal companion. And that's all we can say about it. But um, I'm excited for that one to kind of, you know, 
be out there. Um, anyway, that's that first section. And we flip over to retro. And retro tutor is Snow Serpent. So that uh, this this was worked out because obviously those listings that came up from his tank, I was like, oh, are these new retro figures or do they do they like lock into older ones that we know about that are coming? And it was the latter. So with a bit of cross-referencing with the with the numbers, so that F9864 number was attached to a retro tutor listing. It was also attached to a retro snow serpent listing. So those two okay. things go together, and thus we have retro tutor being snow serpent. The same can be said for retro all-star being the cobra eels. Um, so those have now been kind of like unlocked in terms of what we know to be coming. Uh, so wave two could make sense, Pat, because if they're saying Snow Serpent, Cobra Eels, and Beachhead are going to be the next wave, that's that makes sense. That would be wave two, which I would imagine then would make Casey, uh, Oki, and Azrael wave three, which we know Casey is Cobra Commander. We are still, excuse me, we are still unaware of Oki and Azrael. Um, we have ideas. But we can't speculate on them because the, the for other reasons. But basically, um, we don't know. We just don't know who Oki and Azrael are just yet. In a you know, that's just yeah. how it is. But that makes sense. That that could be then in that case, Snow Serpent, Eels, and Beachhead could be Wave Two because we've had Wave One already. And Cobra Commander, Oki, and Azrael could be Wave Three. That makes a lot of sense. And also, I mean, it doesn't make sense. Number. Well, actually, I'll tell you something. The fact that Cobra Commander's number is F six nine six seven seven is a much lower number than we've got with these other figures, uh, and I think Gargamel, aka Recondo, is a much higher number in that wave one. I have a feeling that some changes were made there, and that Cobra Commander might have been originally planned for that three first wave, and then they decided to maybe push him out a little bit because of the his tank, possibly just well, just a theory. It could also just be that they developed him along with his tank. So since his development was earlier on, that's true. They just gave it a number. Maybe that's actually more likely. The fact that it was so much—it's already done. Effectively, they might be changing yeah. one aspect to it. Yeah, yeah but having a, a nice plan to actually separate it in time, because I think putting that Cobra Commander on the shelves right after the his tank was released was, would be a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, I think I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, and then obviously, um, so that's all the kind of retro sorted out. And prior to retro, uh, just above that in the listings, we've got all those HB um, ones, which we don't know. We, all we know that all we can say is that HB Yogi is a Target exclusive. HB Zorak is a Walmart exclusive. It's also a two pack. And HB Boo Boo and HB Space Ghost, we don't know. We just know they're exclusives. We just don't know which ones they are. I have a feeling. They might be target exclusives, but I just don't know 100% yet. So I'm not going to I'm not going to confirm or deny anything yet. All I'll say is that we know that Yogi is target, Zorak is Walmart and is a two pack, Boo Boo and Space Ghost we just don't know yet, but we do know they're exclusives. Cool? Cool. Yeah, uh if those really are coming out in August and we're already seeing listings for after August with Cobra Commander and Aki and Azrael, Man, it's really following up with what Emily said of the year being a little more spaced out than yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I imagine uh, in terms of the plan, 
the Wave 3 of Retro would be revealed towards the end of the year, but you probably wouldn't have it in hand until 2025. That makes sense, right? Or maybe right towards the end of the year. Yeah, unless they do a couple retros close together too. I, I don't know. It, it could also well. be that they want to give more time to get some of the retros out of the store because I don't know what Walmart near me is waiting on. There's, you know, pegs of Lady J's around here still. Totally. Um so far, Snorks equal Cobra, Smurfs equal Joes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, figure six packs, says HB equals Hasbro Pulse exclusives? No, HB equals exclusives in general. So Target, Walmart, and Pulse. So yes, but not just Hasbro Pulse exclusives, I should say, figure six pack. Uh, basically just means exclusive, um, store exclusive, I guess, is what it means. And then you have to line it up with which one of, the, of them it is. Absolutely, absolutely. So anyway, that's that little segment sort of done, even though we, we don't know what it is. Uh, all the retro sorted. Of course, we got the information from Jedi Jaybird a couple of weeks back about Rough and Ready being the action marine and the action pilot. There are a few more details that we can't go into just yet about those two particular figures, which are pretty cool. Um, but hopefully, you know, they'll be revealed uh, sooner rather than later. And then we can move on to... The final group of uh, listings, so Pat is probably like, thank goodness, we can move on to the end. Night Creeper is Astro, which is nice to know. Yeah, and I'm so excited about this, mate. The the Night yeah. Creeper is definitely one of my all-time favorite Cobra sort of like, not even sub-team, but you know what I mean? Like, Because they're their own thing, aren't they? Enemy they are kind of a sub-team. Yeah, they're, they kind of are a sub-team, just without a ton of different iterations within within the team. But, you know, you've got a couple of Night Creeper leaders. Actually, the, yeah, there are a lot of Night Creepers at this point. Tons. But I would say, like, in terms of the, the universe, they're more freelance than they are um, salaried by Cobra. They've got a contract yes. with Cobra, yeah. Cobra Commander specifically. Uh, but yeah, I, you're right. There's loads of Night Creeper related paraphernalia. I mean, you got the the Night Creeper leader. You got all the Night Creepers. You got version two Night Creepers. You got all those different repainted uh, modern era, uh, new sculpt era um, Night Creepers. Um, yeah. Then yeah, and then you've got the winter one, and then you've got the uh, the kind of different was the the blue one that was, I want to say, homaging the urban camo, maybe. Right. Yeah. And yeah, and then there's the urban camo one too. So yeah, I think that maybe was homaging that one. I, I really don't know. Hard to say cool it. All of a sudden they just did yeah. a blue one. They did a blue one and a purple one in the modern era. Yeah. Just there you go. Enjoy. Well, so, the blue one yeah. was kind of rise of Cobra universe, wasn't it? Yeah, it was in that like was Walmart it a two pack? pack? Yeah, it was one of the two packs, wasn't it? Yeah. Either with Tunnel Rat or no, it was Monkey Wrench and Tunnel Rat, wasn't it? Was the one two pack? Right, yeah. So I don't remember who who's with the night creeper. night creeper was with. Who was with the night creeper? Let us know in the comments, please. Um, anyway, night creeper. There you go. Astro F nine four three eight. This was another one of having the listing that just had the night creeper and the number, and another listing with Astro and the number, and you just put them together, and boom, Bob's your uncle. It's it's really fun. I find it so fun when I can cross reference numbers and listings and get like an answer. I absolutely bloody love that. Shock Blast. Thank you, Robert H. Thank you very much. So it was Shock Blast and the Night Creeper. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the polar white one is dope. I really love that. It's one of my favorites. Um, okay. 
yes, there was that there was that Night Creeper that in the Snake Eyes Origins line talking Joe, yes, Mark. Um, which yeah, kind of like the six inch line for kids sort of situation. Yeah, yeah it was kind well. of like a five and a half inch line though. Like right they, they kind of work okay. <laughs> I, I, I would like to compare them maybe to Tunnel Rat in the classified series to see if they kind yeah. of hold up to him. Yeah, the only, the only problem is the yeah, like limited articulation, of course, as well. And it was, I mean, it was it was all right. But um, I want a, I want a Night Creeper in the classified series. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so awesome. And of yeah. course, we've seen the pre-pro heads of both Night Creepers as well, which is pretty dope. Uh, and yeah, that's something that's that, right. That's right. Oh, yeah, and it looks good. Like they've done, they've gone very, they've gone very close to the uh, the vintage artwork with the head sculpt, and I'm I'm, I'm here for it. All, all day they even down to the kind of wave of the uh the hood is kind of like you know very similar to the artwork yeah and then ninja force one i keep on saying that the it's i'm becoming a broken record about the fact that some of these stuff should just be done as a full-size helmet yes yes but that sculpt looks really good i mean i'll know better when i have it in hand and it, this is definitely a pre-order one for me i i want yeah. night creeper and i want i want it as soon as possible now awesome. give, give it to me now uh yeah we'll get, we'll get on that right away uh next up on the list of the four figures is dreadnought torch aka jane like that f9859 same situation you know two listings become two become one like the spice girl said um and that is pretty much what we know exactly in terms of the listings um torch is another one we've seen the pre-pro head for looks really good I'm, I'm actually, I think I'm actually on board if it is fixed glass shades and it isn't loose shades because oh, there have been so many issues with the buzzer ones that I'm, I'm, I'm almost like hoping that Torch is kind of like just a, you know, the whole thing's just molded. What, I mean, do you, would you prefer removable shades for him? Well, I didn't have any problem with Ripper, but uh, I didn't pick up buzzer because I was just, you know, money's an issue always. And uh, the rate at which I've been buying them, I was trying to just trying to slow down there a bit toward the end of last year. And buzzers on my list. There's no way I'm not going to ever buy a buzzer. Uh, it's he's one of the key fun Cobra Cobra figures for me. So I, I will definitely have the original three Dreadnoughts no matter yeah. what. Um, but yeah, I kind of agree. The shades on him could just stay stay in place, and that'd be fine. Uh, Leon says Torch is trying to put his hand in his own fire. Yeah, I've never noticed that before, Leon. But years, isn't he? He's like he's like doing it just to warm his hand up. That's all he's doing. It's hilarious. Um, Paul says I'm hoping they're not removable. Leon says fix shades for sure. Um, Buzzer will be up at a cheaper price point at some point. Says Charlotte. Probably, actually. Probably. Um, yeah. There's a song about Jane. Orange Cassidy from AEW has it as his theme song. Thanks, Figure Six back. Um, no marauders on the listings um flaffle are there any marauders on the listings not that we're aware of but we don't we do know that more marauders are coming so that's all i can say on that one but so yeah don't just be patient we're like it's you're probably not going to find out we're probably not going to know about them listings wise um because you know there's obviously you're talking repaints for the most part so we'll see uh but there's definitely more on the on the horizon for sure um i wonder if they'll ever make shadow sw figures of those ninja guys sw jamie lynn help me out here 
SW. I'm not sure what SW is. Um, He's talking to Paul, actually. My bad. You're probably having a conversation with someone else. I apologize for just diving in there. Uh, Star Wars. You're talking Star Wars, aren't you? Sorry. My bad. Um, so, because you talk, yeah, you're talking between yourselves. Sorry. I don't know why I got into that conversation. That's hilarious. Um, anyway, yeah, you, <laughs> there's, there's me being a right nosy git. Like, oh, they're having a conversation together. That can't happen. You've got to talk to us. You can't talk to each other. What, what do you think this is? Some sort of like fun therapy session? Um, anyway, wait for Sergeant Slaughter to leak the Marauder news, says Mark. <laughs> that is so true. All Sarge does is leak stuff. Uh, it's hilarious. Um, yeah, sorry, Jamie Lynn. I, I know what you're talking about. I was being a, I'm, I was being a, a douche. Anyway, the last two on the list are oh. Pebbles and George. Um, now, we do know that Pebbles and George are Jinx and Doc. We don't know which way around. And right now, thanks to Flaffle, we don't know which version of Doc we're going to be getting now. But it looks like, uh, yeah, so Jinx and Doc are Pebbles and George. We just don't know which one is which. So there you go. Um, so that would be, the, that would be the, the last four figure wave on that list. Uh, Night Creeper, Dreadnought Torch, Jinx, and Doc. Now, I think that... Uh, if they're going to be August, then Alpine, Iron Grenadier, Bat, Iron Grenadiers, etc. That's probably going to come first in the in the year. But do you agree with that, Pat? Does that make sense? Alpine, Iron, yeah, I as a yes. as a four figure I, I would, wave, I would think so. Um, even though I said what I said about Cover Commander, I think that that's an exception to the rule. And that I would agree that that came in the listings first. And was entered first so it's probably what is in the pipeline and pipelines are pipelines and what comes out the other end comes out when you put it in the front so <laughs> the only the only thing is it, it's the other thing as well is the numbers are all over the place like alpine's an earlier number than most of the other ones but then uh i'm grenadier bat i'm grenadiers and bam bam are all later numbers compared to what we have in the other list yeah just, you're right so i don't know what but, i'm thinking I don't, but I don't either. I don't either. But um, yeah, it's well, it's just five nine eight five nine, five nine eight six zero. So Iron Grenadier Bat and Dreadnought Torch were right next to each other as far as plans go. Yeah, well, that kind of makes sense because Torch has probably been in the in the works just as long as Buzzer and Ripper have been in the, in yeah. the works, and it's just a matter of yeah. spreading them out, I guess. Um, yep. Making people like you know, kind of. I think it's one of those things, isn't it? Where even though Buzzer and Ripper, I, I'm surprised Buzzer and Ripper came in the same wave. Honestly, I thought they might do Buzzer in one wave, Ripper in another wave, Torch in another wave. That's that would make sense to me. But I think they wanted to get them out quicker. And you can't do three of a four-figure wave Dreadnoughts. So I sort of get it. I sort of I sort of get it. Yeah, but anyway. what would that mean about Night Creeper? Um, you know, that puts him really early. Five, nine, right, four, in terms three, of numbers, eight. yeah. Well, I mean, the yeah. fact that we've got um, pre-production heads of those yeah. particular ones. Yeah, that's a good know, point. We haven't yeah. seen, although we haven't seen Alpine yet, and we haven't seen uh, the Iron Grenadiers yet, but the Iron Grenadiers number's a lot later. So again, it's, we're just, it, yeah, we're going around in circles, aren't we? sequential in, within Hasbro, like if I, if I looked, would I find uh, like five, nine, four... Three one or three two, if that's not on here, could that equal something? Transformers, like 
is that is there something is there something in every listing so if if you were to look at a load of listings including gi joe transformers star wars etc they all have different formats they all have different kind of ways of doing things okay. so um like i'll have to look at one of my old lists actually to figure out what the transformers ones are but they usually have completely different kind of like set like number systems and stuff like that um but yeah i uh chance that doc could be deluxe no chance because we know doc is one of the four figures in the wave um anyway yeah yeah it's I don't a, know why yeah. I keep saying five when it's an f i just turn an f into a five that's what i'm doing oh is that what you did before you're five nine four three yeah that's yeah what that's what i was doing yeah it's because you 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 need new glasses that's all that is mate um, anyway classes. the last thing i want to talk about in terms of hasbro um they're they're the listings that's all we know at the moment we'll try and work out more and we'll try and get some uh, like an update for you guys as soon as we possibly can um this now emily posted um this in the week and this has kind of got me thinking because obviously lots of things have been kind of happening recently um the star wars live event has just been kind of um uh kind of announced for next week so i think We've probably got a G.I. Joe live event coming very soon. And obviously, uh, Emily was in the archives looking at, you know, stuff. She even said in here, no, it's a little late for a throwback Thursday, but I spent the morning at the Hasbro archives. I wanted to share the cool 90s Tiger Electronics games I found today. I think the G.I. Joe one might be my favorite. Star Brigade is always a winner in my book. Did you have any of these? Which one did you like the best? Um, that kind of thing, right? So she's, you know, she's posting it on Instagram. But usually when Emily is in the archives, she's doing it. She's getting stuff for set dressing. Um, and that set dressing, yeah. obviously, is for those live events. And, you know, you could be one of those things where, you know, you're looking too much into it. But let's face it, we're due for a live event. It's probably going around the corner. And we're starting to see other live events being announced. So I think very soon um, we'll probably see um, an announcement for a live event for G.I. Joe. Do you agree with that, Pat? I think that's spot on. Yes, I totally agree. I was, I was sort of hoping you were just going to say no, like you did no. earlier. Yeah, that would have been really funny if you'd have just shot me down again. Uh, amazing, but yeah, so um, exciting stuff. Probably look out for a live event very soon, and uh, I would imagine more name only reveals, more digital renders, and of course more pre-orders around the corner. Does that terrify you, Pat, a little bit? No, not really. Um, I, again, I, I'm not as terrified by the pre-orders now that I'm, you know, participating in so few of them. Right. I, I want that. I want to know when are that Night Creeper pre-order is going to go up. Otherwise, a lot of the stuff I will be fine just finding at retail, which has been working out for me for the most part. So, cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, we also know that SMS and Techno Viper have hit the shores, uh, courtesy of I think that was Jedi Jaybird again. Yeah, and so. Um, so with that, it's very likely we'll probably see the SMS as a pre-order soon as well. Um, February the 1st is G.I. Joe Day, absolutely, Tac Tac Toys. It's very likely that it might be on the Feb on February the 1st. Or they might just do something, I don't know, they might do something soon, a live event, and they might do something for G.I. Joe Day like they did that time when they were just revealing renders all day long. And we had Steel Core and Televiper and the Trouble Bubble and Snow Job and somebody else that I've completely forgotten um but yeah it was yeah hopefully we'll we'll see basically we'll see what happens um but that's pretty much it i think for this week pat uh should we get stuck into um our shout outs 
Now. <laughs> have you tried hoarder yet no well you need to if you have a collection of things and want to create a fun and easy way of organizing it and of course showing it off then get involved you can post items and build collections and you can drop a status like getting a fun delivery or seeing some awesome related stuff on your travels build your collections with hoarder the app is free to download on google play and the app store so what are you waiting for get to hoarding Right, shout-outs. Um, Pat, start us off then, please, my man. Shout-out, as always, to Philip, who I think is in the comments right now. Maybe not. Maybe he's not still there, but he was there. Nah, he, he made one comment to make it appear like he was watching the show yeah, and then did. just left, did something else yeah. more fun. And, uh, yeah, did, that's it. He's never coming back. He may be working right now, to be fair. Whatever, Phil. Whatever. Um, anyway, yeah, brilliant. Lovely stuff. Uh, Pat's on a roll today, says Sherlock um yeah he is he's absolutely he's just knowing me is what he's doing knowing me knowing you right um also massive shout out as of course always to my wonderful wife kate my little dog phoebes and the families in the us and the uk um yeah big shout outs as always um brian as of sour as well for our amazing graphics um got something cooking with brian uh which should be quite fun for something in the future um, which I don't think we can talk about yet, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it when time comes. But um, anyway, I think everyone can understand that. You know, there are a few. There might be a. There might be some sort of live event coming in the future uh, that Brian might be in. in you know, in charge of. Uh, but yeah, hopefully we can uh, talk about that in more detail very soon. Um, yeah, awesome. So thanks, Brian, for our wonderful graphics. And then, as well as that. Uh, David Gillis and Brian Hickey, they're dropping another uh, Kickstarter. Now, this is for David's amazing Palatoy toy photography, um, mixed in with not just his, like, you know, classic photography, but then also custom work and all that kind of stuff as well. This drops on the 26th, I want to say. of Is it 26th of this month? I think it is. Um, but anyway, link in the description if you want to check out, um, you know, uh, get, get in there early, basically, with the Kickstarter. And if you don't, if it's not in the description, which it might not be, apologies, it might not be, go and find, you can find it on our Facebook page, uh, Twitter, what have you. We've we posted it everywhere. Um, and then also here's a couple of lovely images from the book uh, wow. showing, again, some great, great uh, toy photography, the red shadows and mutons there as well, which is pretty cool. Do you like that, Pat? Yeah, man, the use of the um, of the train track really—it's just something I don't really see people do a lot in some stuff, and it just totally makes sense to do that. So I don't know why. I I, I don't know. I, I like it. I'm always it's awesome, impressed. isn't it? Really, yeah. really cool with that. Um, and then also this one as well, which has got again a little bit of custom work in there, um, as well as like you know, I think that Mouton's got a bit of up, a few upgrades, which is pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, and. And then uh, Black Major looks like he's, uh, he's 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 had a little bit. He's nicked Skeletron's waist piece by the looks of it, which is hilarious. But no, it looks great. Uh, I love this five o'clock shadow as well. Really vibing on that. Is that a skeleton? I think that is that a kraken, maybe, or is that? A it's a kraken, isn't it? Yeah, kraken, of course it is. Yeah. He's he's ripped the arms of a kraken. He's ripped the arms and legs of a kraken and used that as a as a as a body. Dope. Love it. Um, looks really good. Um, anyway, great stuff. Check that out. Um, like I said, it's called 
um, I forgot what it's called. It's um, more news as we get it or something like that, I think, because it's from the um, it's from the uh, commercial. Yeah, Kickstarter um, has a feature uh, where you can just be alerted to whenever something becomes live. So I've gone on there and uh, clicked it as a saved project. Um, yeah, I don't remember exactly what the name of it's going to be. More news as it's made. That's what it's called. More news as it's made. Okay. More news as it's made. And again, that is like from the uh, original commercials uh, that used to say the beginning of the news thing came up. Uh, brilliant stuff. Yeah, David Gillis and, of course, Brian Hickey um, with that amazing. Again, it's it's another Palatoy-related Kickstarter book. You, you know you want it. You know you want it. Uh, anyway, as well as that, Kickley. Shout out to Kickley, who reached out uh, to us after last week's episode, Pat, uh, where we were talking about this particular uh, bit of artwork. And we were trying to come up with, or we were trying to go like, oh, I wonder what the narrative could be. And we came up with our own like stories as to how Dusty ended up on Crazy Legs back with a battle android trooper attached to them. And Kickley reached out and said the following. He said, first of all, he said, I like your stories on how Dusty got on Crazy Legs back. So thanks, Kickley, for enjoying us butchering your narrative of what actually happened. Uh, and then he said, there was a mishap on a Cobra freight plane full of bats. Dusty got his pack cut off before they jumped out and detonated the plane. And thus, that's where you see Dusty then clinging onto crazy legs for dear life as a battle android trooper is trying to get at them. So there you go. That's the narrative. A lot easier than I think we, we kind of made it more complicated, if I remember rightly. Yeah, I can't remember which one of our stories actually came a little bit closer to what Kickley was was imagining. Mine was, I think mine was like they were on a plane transporting something they didn't know what it was. Turned out to be a bat that was, it snuck in there by Cobra. Caused all sorts of issues on the plane. Then they had to like jump out because the bat destroyed the plane. And then this is what happened. Like Dusty didn't have a parachute. Crazy Legs did have a parachute. There you go. Um, and that was my take, but obviously, again, I made it slightly more complicated than it actually was. I just anyway. like the fact that, uh, you know, a lot of times in, in traditional G.I. Joe, you'll see Snowjob just hanging out in base or Torpedo, you know, with, with his, uh, his uh, wet flippers suit on. on. Yeah, full, full wetsuit just running into battle. And this, you know, it's that's that's Dusty does not have a parachute. So here he is without a parachute. Love it. Makes sense. Um, it'd been funny if Dusty had the parachute and Crazy Legs was holding on to him. That would have been funnier because Crazy, you'd, you'd expect it, but no, it would be weird. Um, anyway, that's beautiful. Love that one. We just wanted to kind of bring that up again and talk about the uh, the connection we had with Kickley. So thanks, Kickley. And then obviously posted this one, which is way more brutal uh, and shows Law shooting a Cobra officer in the face and Order eating a Cobra officer's face or biting into it. So yeah, uh, pretty hardcore, this one, isn't it, Pat? Yeah, this one's a lot more graphic. Uh, I like is. how it shows the motion of the of the weapon with the three shots coming out of the assault rifle. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Yeah, it's di it's really cool. Um, anyway, awesome stuff. Again, Kickley, big shout out to you, mate. You're doing, uh, we love all your work. And we'll keep highlighting it whenever you post it, because it's fun. Um, and uh, this one, of course, this and that, well, he's, man, he's been busy, hasn't he? This one was the interesting one because one I forgot to put this up on the, on the slideshow and Pat reminded me before we went live. That's why we were late for two minutes. 
Um, but this is a, a nice take on a G.I. Joe Recon sled, uh, as if, you know, back in the day, they'd done a repaint for Cobra. I love it. Yeah, you know, it almost makes me think that maybe the recon sled would have worked a little bit better for Cobra. It definitely has that, you know, a few minutes into the future feel to it than Big more time. than what G.I. Joe stuff tended to have. I mean, G.I. Joe did start off right away with, you know, laser artillery cannons and yeah. jump jet packs. So they definitely had their futuristic stuff as well it was always it was always tied to military things though wasn't it like the like it was always it's still kind of tied to that military kind of looking theme whereas cobra had a hiss tank that looked like a snake head you know it was very specifically yeah. you know cobra related yeah. and you're right like you know even like the futuristic kind of stuff was based on kind of almost real world stuff for the gi joe vehicles but yeah, you're right. With with Cobra, you could, you could definitely see that working definitely a bit more than you know for them than for, for the Joes. I really want them to do a classified recon sled and kind of sort of redesign it a bit to actually make it really good. Do you know what I mean? Like really practical. Because I feel like the little wheels in the front cause a bit of an issue on the vintage figure vehicle. Yeah, LCV, low crawl vehicle. I mean, does that, I, I always kind of wondered what exactly that entailed. Does that mean that it's slow, that it's a crawl vehicle? Uh, well, and in the cartoon, it's not that fast. low. In the, in the cartoon, it's like a, you know, really cool, like, you know, super right. cool motorbike thing. But yeah, and the, the yeah, toys. They're all flying bit... around, you know, long distances and Skyhawks in the cartoon. Yep. You know, where that was like a puddle jumper originally. Like it just could kind of, I, I think, just kind of hop, basically, right? <laughs> That's amazing. But it was like the, it was like the, the first pogo. Oh man, I don't think it was quite that. <laughs> yeah, it, it, Chris says it means low profile, low crawl. Yeah, um, yeah, it's absolutely. I, I mean, I, to I don't totally understand that. I just think they could really redesign it to make it look and act, you know, work a lot better. Um, but yeah. So yeah, it's and, and again, I think it works really well. I, I like the fact that Kickley did this as a Cobra vehicle. It's kind of like a nice way, you know, a good way to visualize what it would look like in the Cobra ranks as well. Yeah, yeah, and Got it's it. just you know blue. It's not he didn't go crimson or one of the uh, team repaints. He just made it blue. So, so we need nice. a Python Patrol one next. Thanks, Kickley. Get it on. Get get it going, mate. Um, brilliant stuff. Awesome as always. That's it. We've reached the end of the weekly. It's been another busy one. Um, Pat, thanks for joining me, buddy, again. Yeah, thanks for having me on again. Thanks for all the comments. Thanks for everyone in the, you know, hanging around with us for the, the afternoon. We really appreciate it. Hope you have a great weekend. Um, we do have things coming, in the, obviously, in the future, um, but I'll just surprise you. Um, it'll be more fun that way. And uh, yeah, hopefully get some, we'll get a few more kind of live shows over the weekend as well. So keep an eye out for that. Um, stay fresh cheese bags, I should say. And after three, I think you know what to do. I think everyone knows what to do at this point, don't they? Do you know what I, to do? I hope so. Yeah. If you don't, well, uh, you'll learn this time and then do it next, then come back again and do it next week. <laughs> after three, <laughs> are you just going to say no when I get to the three? Is that what's going to no. happen? He just said it. He just did it. Can, did, did anyone get that? Did everyone get that? After three, 
One, two, three. Full force. No. Make sure you get involved with the discussion by liking, sharing and commenting on these videos and as always you can keep up with the show after listening by following on X, formerly Twitter, at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Full Force. We've also added a brand new Instagram so check us out there as well at The Full Force Podcast and if you would like to contact the show you can message us on any of those platforms with feedback and questions. We also have a Patreon page so if you want to show your support for the show, see your name up in lights on these videos or enjoy exclusive bonus content then check out patreon.com forward slash the full force podcast or click on the link on any of the posts this podcast appears in full force